I, I need your help this evening for this homily. Would someone pull out uh, a stopwatch on their phone or watch and tell us by shouting, Now! When eight minutes and 18 seconds is up. Eight minutes and 18 seconds. Would you set a stopwatch? Someone got one going? Eight minutes, 18 seconds. Got one at least. Okay. Next. I don't think we have any four-year-olds, do we? They are smartly down uh, being entertained. But... If you are the parent of a four-year-old or the grandparent or great-grandparent of a four-year-old, I want you to raise your hand and stand up because when this precious child in your life was born, the light from the closest star to us, Proxima Centauri, It was just reaching the earth. It takes four years and 3.6 months, or four years and 110 days, for that closest star to reach us. It means maybe your grandchild was born, oh, September 3rd, 2013. Then that day, the child was born, the light from the Proxima Centauri would just now be showing up on earth tonight on Christmas Eve. Thank you. Next, would an usher turn out all of the lights, save one or two? Great. How many here live in a place or have been to a place where the sky is truly dark? Have you been when there are, where there is little or no light pollution and you can see deeply into our galaxy and beyond? You can actually see the Milky Way, that it's a band of, of light, a road packed with so many stars, it begins to look like <gasps> milk? For ages, we thought the Milky Way contained all the stars in the universe. And it was barely a hundred years ago that we learned otherwise, that the Milky Way is just a view of our galaxy, and the Hubble telescope reveals that there are an estimated 100 billion galaxies out there. And it takes tens of thousands of years for the light from some of the stars in our galaxy to reach us. For stars in nearby galaxies, it can take millions of years. In fact, the farthest objects away that we can see are quasars, bright centers of faraway galaxies. They're so distant that the light we see from them left billions of years ago. So when we look up at the stars, We're actually looking back in time. We're in our present moment, but we're looking at old, ancient light. It's possible that a star you're looking at tonight 
no longer exists. Think about that. Something that seems so real is gone. And yet we can still see it. This is the human gift to be in many places in our minds at once. We can be fully present to this moment in this sanctuary in semi-darkness with candles throwing off light. Well, we can also imagine something over 2,000 years ago. We can picture a newly forming family huddled in a stable with wise men following a star from light that was even older than they were. So those three wise men were religious scholars known as magi, revered Babylonian astronomers and astrologists. And they studied the stars and planets, interpreting the meaning behind cosmic events. Anything very unusual is considered an omen, so the star they followed must have been both rare and spectacular. So today's astronomers have argued, what could that star have been leading them to the newly born Jesus? What, what might have that phenomenon been? And there's a professor, David Hughes, he's an astronomer from the UK, University of Sheffield. And he believes that the star of Bethlehem wasn't a star at all. Probably something that happened more than once over a couple of weeks. He says, if you read the Bible carefully, the Magi saw something when they were in their own country. So they traveled to Jerusalem and had a word with King Herod. And according to the story, the Magi told Herod of the sign they'd seen. And when they left Jerusalem for Bethlehem, they saw something again. And so Professor Hughes' best explanation for this series of events is something known as a triple conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn with two planets coming close together. So this happens when the alignment between the sun, the earth, Jupiter, and Saturn line up. This star of Bethlehem, this brightness in the sky, sky still occurs every 20 years or so. The last great conjunction took place in the year 2000, and the next one will be in late December 2020. Now can we turn out all the lights? Yeah. We don't know how much of the Christmas story is factually true. It's not likely Jesus was born on December 25th. But some stories are true even when the facts are not. There are deeper truths. And I'm not talking about fake news or half-truths or even lying. (laughs) I'm talking about the social value of myths, of great stories. I'm talking about an ancient story from 2,000 years ago being a tool for understanding human behavior. Sometimes the light from an old story 
only begins to reach us now. It shows us how we think, how we love, how we fear someone may be scheming against us. Imagine what it might mean to be hated. Holding on to this ancient story of the birth of Jesus connects us to the expanse of humanity that gives birth, looks for normalcy, pays taxes, copes with adversity, accepts generosity. Thousands of years ago, just as each one of us may be today. So when we look up at the stars in a dark sky, we can still feel the same awe. So that means that now, that interruption, the light from the sun would have taken that long to reach us. So when we look up at the stars or at the sun, we can still feel the same awe as the Magi. When we welcome new life into our lives, be it a new baby or a new friend, we rearrange our lives and our habits to make room for someone unexpected. Or when we make do with what we have or ask for help, we allow this disruption to grant new possibilities, a new future we hadn't imagined. When we look up at the night sky, we're also seeing light from stars that no longer exist. When we hear at loss and death, the baby born will become a renowned teacher, Jesus, and we all know Jesus is crucified for his work, for his beliefs. When we celebrate Christmas year after year, we face our own losses, changes, even deaths of beloved ones. So the reward of peering into the darkness and seeing the stars is we're actually seeing time. We can see the past, present, and future. The stars connect us to all that has come before us and connects, it, connects us to all that has yet to come. So let's turn a few lights back on, just a few, so we can see each other. Because we are momentary pinpoints of light on this earth. And we have work to do. We are here but briefly. And as the great Howard Thurman reminds us, this story of birth, this Christmas story, it rekindles our flame so the work of Christmas can begin to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among the people, to make music in the heart. May it be so.